have such reason to celebrate this evening. As we thought about this through our, our Advent, you may take your seat. Our Advent season, and each week we, we lit a candle that meant something to us, that means something to us as the church, but means something to us as Christ followers. We, we celebrated the, the first coming of baby Jesus, but we look forward to the second coming of our King Jesus. And we started this whole series uh, with the candle, and I think this is so important for us, the candle of hope. And we have this thought and understanding that our hope is not deferred, our hearts are not broken, because Christ Jesus has come. Christ Jesus has come. You remember that in this, this understanding that hope is an optimistic state of mind based on an expectation that is based on positive outcome to events and circumstances. Biblical hope means to wait for Christ Jesus, and we do that. And we feel the tension of Christ Jesus coming back, but we have hope. And we talked about the second week, that candle of peace. So important to understand that peace means to be complete and to be whole, to be complete. This is probably what it sounded like in the manger, didn't it, a little bit? I love it. This is real life, okay? This is real life, family together. Uh, but to be complete and to be whole, and that is God's desire and plan for your life in and through Christ Jesus. I cannot stress that enough. In and through Christ Jesus, he's the reason we celebrate. And we understand that with great preparation, and we have this understanding that we have peace and then we talked about that candle of joy as well. Do you remember that? That understanding that our, our hearts... Hey, come on, work with me, baby. There we go. That our hearts are filled with joy. And this was a Christian joy, which is a decision of faith and hope in the power of Christ Jesus. And Derek helped us just this past Sunday to talk about the candle of love. And such a different approach to love, about loving your neighbor as yourself. Understanding loving God and your neighbor, one of the most important things that you can do. And today, this is a conclusion of our Advent season, and we light Christ's candle, and we light the candle of light. And we're going to talk about that. You'll hear that theme throughout uh, our time together this evening, that we light this candle of light. John 1, 4 through 5. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. We light the candle of Christ Jesus, the candle of light. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. Lord, we thank you for all of the blessings that you've given us. We thank you, Jesus, that we have hope in you, that we have peace, that we understand that we have joy, that you are the light of our life, the light of this world, and we are in great anticipation and preparation of what you have done for us, what we have to look forward to, you coming back once again, Christ Jesus. Our hearts are filled with joy and understanding that you are present, you are here. We love you. We thank you for this day, and we, we dedicate this time to you. In your name we pray. Amen. So at this time, those kids that are having so much fun, get a chance to participate in our service as well, all right? So my lovely assistant and lovely wife, who is typically, let me get you a mic, baby, typically over in kids' ministry in every service, gets to be here tonight with us. And what we're going to do is invite all the kids up front here to sit down, all the kids up front to sit down if you're 12 and under at least, okay? If you're a middle schooler, you can sit in a big seat, all right? But everybody, Jody, come on down. It's okay. Jody, come on down. Come on down. The price is right. All the little ones, come on up. You're fine. Come on up. Sit right here. Many a kid is set here. 
Come on and sit down. We've got some, let's, let's work with the bribery. We've got some gifts for you, kiddos. We've got some gifts for you. There it is. All of a sudden, they're all coming. Aiden, don't hurt her. You're coming too. You're coming too. You're going to sit right here. Aiden's going to sit right here. There you go. Sit right there. All right. All of them are gathered around. Go ahead. Hi, baby. How are you? I know. I love seeing you too. What's up, little line? Come on and have a seat. And parents, if they don't feel comfortable, you can sit near them. That's totally fine. It's totally fine. So we're going gonna to read to you uh, something that we've, we've liked to do as a family for the past couple years. Um, if you ever heard of Ann Voskamp, she is a brilliant writer, um, but has put together Advent series for, for families to read together. So did you want me to still read the scripture part, and then you're going to read the story? All right. And we're going to read a portion of scripture to you guys and all of us kids here, okay? Because we want to we engage that childlike faith, especially during Christmas, okay? And I have this one. I'm good, baby. All right. So... Today's reading, this is actually meant for Christmas Day, but we're giving it to you guys today on Christmas Eve. Uh, Luke 2, 11 through 19. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. Check this out, kiddos. You ready? You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Do you know what that is? You know what a manger? What is it? It's where you put hay for all of the donkeys. You go, girl. Okay? Thank you so much. Sometimes we feel like donkeys. Okay, let's keep going. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. The shepherds, do you know what a shepherd is? What's a shepherd? Somebody takes care of sheep. Okay, they have a bad job. <laughs> Dad jokes. Okay, pastor jokes that get even worse over time. The shepherds hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. Who's Mary? You know this, bro. You, you kill it upstairs. I hear you always have the right answers. Mary. Okay, you know, you know Mary? Mother of Jesus, you're totally right. How about Joseph? Father, there we go. We were guys, we're doing great. You are teaching these old people a lot of good things. All right. And there was the baby lying in the manger. All right, who's the baby? Jesus. She said me. That's right. You were the baby. You've been replaced by other little babies in your house, okay? After seeing him, the shepherds she scarred. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's stories were astonished. But Mary, and I love this part. Old people, listen to me. That's us. Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. Go ahead, girl. Beautiful. Let's go. I think you should. I am on, I think. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Doesn't today dawn differently? Isn't the light all different? That's because the glory is rising. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace to all the earth. God has left the glory of the galaxies and has come down to save us, to love us, to rescue us, and to free us. God is here. God is here. Jesus is born to you and to you. The glad tidings are to you and to you. It's like the sky is filling with a light that is different from the sun 
or the stars or anything in this world. It's like one star leaned too far, too close to the glory and majesty of the God become baby and blew up bright. The flame of it lit up the shepherds on the hills and they blazed bright too, full of wonder. Those shepherds ran all the way to the manger where even the fiery star seemed dim next to the brilliance of Jesus. Yes, the light of the world. All over the world right now, a thousand, thousand trees dance with lights. All over the world right now, a thousand, thousand gifts are given. All over the world right now, at the foot of every tree, we are all unwrapping love. Jesus, the Sun King who made everything in this universe, gives you the sun to warm your skin and the moon to make a bright door in the sky. Jesus gives you the stars to dance glory over you, and he gives you a whole sky of air for you to breathe in, to fill your lungs with realist life. Everywhere, everywhere, there are gifts everywhere from Jesus. Gifts are our air. And when we sin and fall and trip and aren't happy with what God gives, that's what sin is, thinking God isn't enough. Jesus never stops loving us. He comes and gives us his, himself. That's what Jesus is whispering to you and to all of us this Christmas day. I'll take your broken heart and give you my whole one. Isn't that the most amazing, greatest gift? You can always have as much of Jesus as you want. Yeah. Your heart could burn hot with a love like this. Our whole grand epic story right from the beginning has been about him. And when people see it's all about Jesus, this is what they whisper. Wasn't it like our hearts were on fire right inside of us? Can you see it? This day, this night, the light comes. Can you feel it? Your heart kindling, burning with a love for Jesus. That's like a warming fire. Now the shepherds out in the hills of Bethlehem that night had angels come to them, lighting their hearts on fire. But no one else heard angels. Everyone else only heard the news from the, hearts bur the heart burning shepherds. When your heart burns with love for Jesus, you're like a flaming match that lights up all the other hearts with the news of Jesus. When you're just one of the raggedy manger stragglers who comes with nothing but your raggedy heart to Jesus, when you lean in close over Jesus in that manger and you see his blazing glory, when you come close to his white hot love for you, how can you not scramble right out of the manger and right into the world with a heart glowing like hot embers of love for Jesus, telling everyone about the love of Jesus. A heart that really loves Jesus could catch the world on fire with love and more love and more love. It's true. Jesus came into the world for you. And it's really true. You came into the world for him to let everyone know about him. The whole world lingers long at Christmas trees tonight, not wanting Christmas to be over. Who doesn't want Christmas to be over, right? 
All of us sit together longing for this wonder to go on. But somewhere, one Christmas candle flames bright in the quiet, and it, was nev- it, will, it will never, ever be dark again. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Isaiah 9, 6. God is with us, Jesus is with us, and Jesus stays with us. The Christmas candle burns hot tonight, giving its brilliant light, because Christmas goes on forever. Because we have Jesus with us, the greatest gift of unfailing, unbeatable, unstoppable love that we can keep unwrapping all of our days. What do you think? Huh? Yes. Yeah. So I want to challenge you guys, the kids and all the big kids in the room, um, that we will carry Christmas with us every day of the year, right? Because we have the love of Jesus in our hearts, and we need to give that to everyone around us, right? Okay. So we have something for the little ones down here. What do you have, Kara? Um, They're little glow sticks, so you can carry the light of Jesus with you, okay? So take him back to your seat. There you go, sweetie. There you go. Whoa, they're just hot off the press. (laughs) Oh, geez. Oh, geez. It's about that. There we go. Okay. It's going to get really ugly real quick. Give oh, jeez. This is going to be bad. You're going to walk with the kids. Does that overwhelm anybody else? All right. Kara, thank you so much for, for reading to all of us about the Christmas story. And I think it's so important to always go back to childlike faith. I don't know about you guys, but that's the most important thing for me is to keep that type of heart toward the Christmas season. Thank you, Kara. Give her, give her some love and how much she cares for all these kids every single week, week in and week out. Do you get it, babe? You good? All right, cool. So, hey, we're going to give you a chance. I, I was um, uh, not scolded, but directed by a pastor one time who visited our service on Christmas Eve. Uh, after the service, he said, why didn't you give people a chance to, to give? And I said, all right, I will listen to you for the future. He said, because it's Christmas time and people want to give uh, the year-end giving that they want. I said, all right. So I'm listening to a pastor that has gone before me for decades in ministry and giving you an opportunity to sow into God's kingdom. So ushers will just pass something around for you as an opportunity. While we're doing that, we're going to watch a video. But before we do that, uh, I want to pray. You're good. You're good, Debbie. Uh, I want to pray and then let you know, uh, again, why these poinsettias are here uh, in memory, but also in honor of some folks. And there is a paper uh, that has all of those, those folks' names on there. Where was this placed at again? On the welcome desk in the cafe. Um, so this is really, really something that we've started this year, a, a lot of fun, I think, for us. Um, and for me, just thinking about, for instance, my dad, uh, who passed away, and this is someone that we, we placed a poinsettia in honor of and memory of. All right? So let me pray. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity we have to sow into your kingdom. Lord, we thank you for this Christmas Eve and this Christmas season we have to celebrate. Lord, bless this this offering, this giving. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Enjoy this video, and then we're going to get into a, a sermon. Love incarnate, love divine Star and angels gave 
John 1, 1 through 14. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was not through him, through him the world did not recognize him. He, he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God, something totally different. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and of truth. A few observations. In verse 1, we see that He was there in the beginning the very beginning of all time, of all creation, and that he's here now. Verse 3, everything was created in and through him. And I didn't think about this until reading it again today, that everything can only be redeemed in and through him. Think about that. Everything can only be redeemed in and through him. In him was life, verse 4 tells us, the light of man, Right? And that light shines in darkness. Pretty soon we're going to have that illustrated even more. Verse 6, John the Baptist, right? Someone that had the light of Christ in him as well. Someone that came into the world, though, to be a precursor to the light. Verse 10, he came to give everyone who believes, again, so far-fetched to think about, just belief alone, the right to become children of God. And he became flesh. We see that verse 14. He became flesh and dwelt among us. And we got to see firsthand what God looks like, is like in the flesh, right? One filled with grace and truth. The light has come. Defining light for just a moment because you've heard it as the theme all throughout. Literally, literally light is anything emitting light. Duh. A star. Fire, think about that, is light. It sheds light, a lamp, a torch. We also literally have seen a heavenly light, such as angels that have surrounded and, and talked about the coming Christ and, and, and told people that, that, that Christ was even grown within them. Come on now. But then we see this metaphoric aspect of light, and it's of truth and it's of knowledge, but together with spiritual purity. Metaphorically, it's of reason, of mind, and the power of understanding, especially things of moral and spiritual truth. But then naturally, supernaturally, we see light expressed. How? Who? Through Christ Jesus. Naturally, supernatural. 
Christ Jesus. We see in John 3.16, and we shared this last year as well, but it fit back in again. The verdict is here. The verdict is here. For God so loved the world, we used this last week as well, that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Why are we reading this again? Why are we talking about salvation? This is the reason that He came. For us, maybe it's the first time deciding to follow Christ Jesus. But I don't know about you, but for me, I need this, this understanding of re-engaging this type of love once again every single day. And that's what Kara challenged us to as well, to be a shining light at all times every day, but for us to be the same. See, for God did not send His Son into the world to condemn it, no, but to save it in and through His Son. And whoever believes in Him, again, you hear that, believes in Him, is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world. Christ Jesus has come into the world. That's it. He came. That's the verdict. But people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. That sounds like human nature summed up. And reading through the Old Testament a lot over the past like four months, I keep seeing this time and time, and time again. It's just a cycle of people really loving darkness more than light. It's human nature. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. Because that's what light does. It exposes things, doesn't it? But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may seem, be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. So lean in with me for just a moment. In this light, and this is important for us to think about, in this light, we are fully exposed. Every aspect of our life is laid bare. And that's not scary. That's not something we fear. That's something that we, we go after. We go into this light, and that's an opportunity that we have. It's laid bare before God, and, and not that we do it in fear that we, we go before Him. We do it understanding that we can be freed of the things that have been found in the midst of that light, the sinful nature. But also in this moment, and this is what is so beautiful about this Christmas season, that, that grace has been born. God's grace has been fully exposed in that moment as well. And this picture in my mind, it was just so vivid when I was reading this that when I come into the marvelous light of Christ Jesus, everything about me, everything about me is x-rayed and laid bare before him. But then all of a sudden, Jesus steps in and says, you know what, I see that, but I want to give you something. And what does Jesus bring with him? He brings this beautiful thing, yes, salvation, but he brings this, this pathway to salvation, grace. And we're, we're going to be exchanging gifts. Maybe you've already done that with family. You know, maybe you've traveled and done that, or, or you're going to be doing it tonight, or maybe tomorrow, or you did it today, earlier, whatever. And you always get freaked out about making sure you bring the best gift, right? Because when the exchange happens, you want to see their face, right? Kara was so kind to go ahead and purchase something on Amazon two days ago that was a one-day delivery thing because she wanted to surprise me with something. So what did that do to me now? Friends, what did I have to do? 
What did I have to do that I did not want to do? Go out yesterday and try to be thoughtful while I'm being rushed, right? And she put a budget on it. Come on, girl. Why'd you do that to me? Why? Why? Because I want to see her face when she opens that, and I'm hoping that it's a good gift. I'm praying that it's a good gift. Because she got, it's, it's small, Joss. It doesn't mean anything. It's not much. But she put thought into it. And she knows me. And she loves me. And she wants to give me good gifts. Jesus stands there as everything you have has been exposed. Right? Everything about you before him. And he looks at you and he says, I love you. This is why I came. So I could give you this grace gift that makes, makes salvation possible. A pathway to salvation. Only through Jesus' first coming, his crucifixion and resurrection has this come full circle. My question for you, and Jordan, if you want to make your way back up, buddy. I see you're over there. He's on the run. It's okay. You're all right. Is he doing a great job, though? I know. I hate that he keeps that a secret, but that's okay. All right? Not only is he amazing with the strings, but come on, these chords, too. The vocal chords. So humble with the gift, won't even talk about it. But my question for you guys today, the challenge, we love to use a word like that, is will you walk in the light this Christmas season? Will you be willing, and this is hard to do, will you be willing to walk into the room where you know Christ Jesus is of your life? You know what I mean by that? Because I've been trying to be very intentional and deliberate to find Jesus in the rooms of my life throughout my history, right? Will you be intentional to walk into the room with him, okay? Lay it all bare before him. Offer all of you, every aspect of your life, and receive that gift of grace back. See, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, Paul put it so well. For it is by grace you have been saved. If anybody knew grace, Paul knew grace. Killer of Christians, okay? Literally. Killer of Christians. Devout Jew before he was converted to Christianity by Christ Jesus. Right? It is by grace, he says, that you've been saved through faith, through belief. Belief. So often in church, you got to jump through all these hoops and run and jump over all the hurdles. You feel that way. You have an opportunity by faith to get into the room with Jesus and receive that grace. And this is not from yourselves. This is so important. As I was shopping, trying to find the perfect gift from myself to Kara, I can't give her this type of grace. Only Christ Jesus, the one who purchased it, can give this type of grace. Do you get what I'm saying? No way to the Father but through Him. It is a gift of God. Not by works so no one can boast. It's not nothing that you can boast about because only Jesus could make it happen. It's only by grace you have been or can be saved through your belief. Your faith in Christ Jesus and what he did for you. Please receive that this year. Don't think that his grace is for someone else because you're not good enough. Nobody's good enough. Receive that grace this year. 
Why? Because you want to burn bright for him like Kara challenged us with earlier. So, will you walk in the light this Christmas? Will you, will you be exposed before him? John 1, 4 through 5, our theme verse as we lit Christ's candle. And as we begin to light candles here very soon, in him was life, and that life was light to all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. It exposes it completely. Will you, when you see light, turn on in your home with the flick of a switch? Will you be challenged to think about Christ Jesus and his light? How about when you see those bright beams, right? High beams going down the road. I'm just like, ah! (laughs) But will you think, Jesus, your light, I see it again. How about a, a starry, moonlit night? Those stars that led wise people, right? Led shepherds, led everyone, whatever. You know what I mean? All the stories are running together. It's a little hectic. We're closing it, though. It's good. How about the blinding light of the sun? Will you see him? Ask God, what is it today, if anything, that separates me from you? The light. Is there any darkness within me that you have come to permeate with your saving light of truth? Is there any place within me that I'm failing to allow your light into as you desire to bring health, wholeness, and redemption to me? So as we light our candles today, I want you to look at the light. Ushers, if you guys want to make your way up and help me. As you light your candle today, now be careful. Remember the rule. When you share, your lit candle stays right up and down, okay? And the unlit leans in, all right? That way you don't have wax all over yourself. But as you look at this candle today, let it be a reminder of who and what Christ Jesus did for you. That He's come to restore you. He's come to save you. He's come to make you whole. Can you make a conscious decision with me to follow Christ Jesus? Can you make a conscious decision with me to allow this light to shine bright within you. Like Kara challenged us with earlier, will you be someone that shines for others too? That's our desire. And that is our goal. So as we light candles, begin to look within. We're going to sing Silent Night together. And then we're going to close with joy to the world. But let's take a moment and let's reflect if you can, it might be hard if you have kiddos with you. See? On cue. We're going to cut the lights as much as we can. It might be hard, but we're going to try. Thank you for listening to the Foundry Podcast. We hope it has been a blessing to you. For more information on service times and upcoming events, visit our website at foundrywv.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Foundry WV.